Welcome to another episode of Dad's Rules with Kevin Belzer, and I'm here with my co-host for the day, Miss Sassy Pants, Melissa Belzer. <laughs> Sassy Pants. <laughs> Sassy if you'd pants. heard before the camera rolled, which we're not even going to get into because it's just bloody awful. <laughs> we are at Menace Underground in Mesa, Arizona at the MAF Podcast Studio. Here I'm even wearing my swag, and in front of me is our swag. So what we have in front of us is two shirts. They're actually going to be the same design. I'm just showing you different. Front and back. Yep, front and back. See, this is the front design. That's the back design. So for you listening, you can't see this. Go onto YouTube and watch this. On the front of the shirt, it says start the clock with a stopwatch set to 30 minutes. Just an M-I-N on the bottom. Yep. You know, it's funny. That's the first time I actually double-checked that it said like, M-I-N. Does it say that? I was like, oh, my gosh, you better say M-I-N and not seconds. Otherwise, I have a problem here. Yep, and it's for Rule 15. Yep, it's for Rule 15, which is one. on the back yep. of this one. Rule 15 is the 30-minute wind. Yep. You have 30 minutes to complain about anything and everything. So you're going to go through all the different levels of grief during that time. Most likely, yeah. That, that's the plan. Yeah. Now, you don't necessarily need... 30 minutes to get through any of this, but you have up to 30 minutes because yes. a lot of things are going to be pretty mild and you can get over them in a minute to max. There's other stuff that it's really going to beat you up, but you need to move on in 30 minutes. Does that mean that that everything out there is going to be necessarily solved in 30 minutes? No, not necessarily. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to just have a different direction that you're going to be able to take rather than just sitting in your wallow and winding away. Kind of set it aside and continuing on with your day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So on this particular one, I picked this one because it is one of my favorite rules. I think it's one of the more important ones. It's all the way down at number 15 because I got no good excuse. That's just where it is. The the first 10 just rules we were foundations. This decided. is where I just happened to drop this yep. one is rule number 15. I've got so many more to write that they can't all be one through 10. Some of them had to be yeah. book two and this happened to be in book two. Had to get placed somewhere. Yep, so we'll be in the second book. The second book, I got an update this past week that we are finally in the queue being worked on. They're talking back and forth with the two different graphic departments trying to figure out the hardback setup of things. Mm. I may have to send them a different photo for an inside uh, photo on that, mm. so I'm waiting to hear back on that, whether they can solve it or not. If they can, it's no big deal. I have another photo already picked out for that. Okay. So once I get figured out, then they'll have it formatted for hardback as well as paperback. So I want to release both at the same time cool. as well as a Kindle edition. But rule number 15, it will be in there. And it is one of my favorite ones, the 30-minute wine. Yeah, it's a good rule. It is a go good rule. It's a, it's a goo rule. It's a goo rule. Keeps you from holding up your day, I guess. And maybe you have to revisit it the next day, but then you can, I don't know, you give yourself 30 minutes and yeah. keep going. And I go over a story in the book that explains how I came up with the rule. That's just how I communicate my rules. Is that something bad probably happened to Kevin, and I threw myself under a bus and put it in writing about, okay, here's how I handled it. So it's, well, all, it's all handled in there, uh, how I came up with it and everything. Well, and this isn't to be mistaken for brushing it underneath the rug. It's not that either. It's just giving you a time frame to deal with whatever, and then you at 30 minutes, you have to set it aside and go on with your day. And then if it bothers you some more, again, in 30 minutes, you just don't let it take up your whole day and weeks on end. You can't, because you got to keep moving. 
See, I, I am of the belief that it's 30 minutes, that's it. You have to, in the 30 minutes, you have to have moved on and had a course of action that you're going to well, take. Well, okay, I guess, there, well, okay, but then there, your course of action is going to continue the next day. I guess the, that's the thing really is what the, I'm saying. The, the problem you can run into, and I spoke about this in the book, is that you can let something, this is actually even talked about in rule number 17, 17 ask for forgiveness, mean it, and move on, where... Oh, that case, yeah. Yeah, where well, yeah. you you have to get to a point to where you quit abusing yourself. True, yes, absolutely. Or yeah. putting blame on someone else. Yeah. And what I like about Rule 15 is that it puts a time limit on things like that. It allows you and move forward. And it does allow you to move forward yes. into Rule number 17 where you're asking for forgiveness, yeah. you're meaning it, you're moving on. So these rules all do tie together. Yeah, they I guess are, that's probably more where I was going is if there's a tie-in. Yep. All right. Deck time. Deck time. Today we Deck will do thinking time, the business edition. Oh, okay. <laughs> this was. These are always interesting. Yeah, this was so fun the last time we did it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that sarcastically or not. Uh, Let's just uh, go over what the last question was. What steps can you take to reduce how much time you spend on administrative and other non-value added activities? That was the 80-20 revisit. It compounded on the episode we were talking about already. It was the 80-20 tasks. Yeah, that, that one's pretty good. And it's a constant reminder wherever you are in your business world is that you have to continually be asking yourself that particular question because you will find yourself keep slipping into doing tasks that should be administrative tasks or tasks that will not ever move you forward. Yeah, you've got to make sure you're doing the 20%, the big tasks that carry you Yeah, you don't the want to, you need to go. You don't want to keep it to where you're, I don't want to say this, where you're stuck. I think that's the right. best way to say it. Right, it keeps you from being stagnant or stuck. Yeah, because yeah, it, it can become very yeah. easy in business. Because I, I have a friend of mine that, that his dad owns the same business he does, but dad's been stuck mm. at the same income level mm -hmm for 20 years okay. where I'm watching the sun every year his business grows and grows oh, and grows cool. because this one's not becoming stagnant and mm -hmm. he goes okay I need another admin person or I need another salesperson or I need to add more trucks so I can have another crew yeah he's looking at growth things where mm -hmm. the other one is like I don't want to step out of my comfort zone right we and talked about that on a prior episode too let's do I'm gonna pick this time <laughs> pick every time no, I don't. I gave you the option to pick last time. <laughs> oh, I, oh, okay. You did ask me what color. I just meant physically picking, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. It's this thing. is dark blue. Again? No, we've never done dark blue in this deck. We've oh, only done one deck. card. Right, right. Okay. Okay. What can you do to surprise and delight your customers so they are excited to buy from you again? You know, here's why these are funny, because Melissa doesn't currently have a business of any kind. I don't, but when I work for other people, I always think about things that could move them forward or gain them business. So what can you do to surprise and delight your customers so they are excited to buy from you again? Um, <laughs> sometimes it's something silly that just to get in a, like an attention getter. Like I've had, like in the restaurant I work with now, I, I said like they had a slow business day. I'm like, well, why don't, why not do freestyle floats? Because it's the freestyle machine, you know, with all the Coke choices and all the choices and whatever. I'm like, let's do freestyle floats. And they did that, I think, I don't know if they were going to do that one summer. But it was just like, we'd have to make up a whole ton. It probably would be, I don't know how possible that would have been. But it was like, I, I'm constantly thinking of ideas, even when I'm working 
or other people have their own business and how they can increase sales. And I've even taught cashiers to say, hey, did you want, you know, just add something in. Add something little in because all that adds up. So, yeah, and, or just something funny that they, they stick in their head. Like at one time I, we had a performer, <laughs> I, I asked them if they want me to bring my plasma car. I said, we'll have to fashion a little cart behind it. And I'll just go ching ching around like, and it's funny. But then it's like if I've got beer and ice cream sandwiches, and I can come right out without them having to get in line. It's something that they remember, and they're like, "Oh, we should, we need to go there because then Fridays they'll do this or whatever." So I've had the ideas where I wanted to do it. It just never ended up coming to fruition. But when you do something that gets attention, I think that makes it more fun for them to come in. A little harder in your world because when you're an entrepreneur yeah. working for someone else, your ideas can get shot down. Whereas if you're well, no, but it, yeah, no, no that's, that's true because no, it's not your business, others. right? But no, it's, whether it's shot down or just can't work, yeah, shot down. Yes, I've had I've worked for other places where my my ideas got shot down. If you are an entrepreneur, the cool thing is you can come up with ideas. However, you need to be implementing on those ideas. So I, some things I've done lately, it could be giving somebody a set of steak knives at closing. Yeah. Cutco knives. Giving, a, giving them a steak a knives or knife. prep knives or whatever. Or whatever. You call it. Be something like that. Uh, it's their anniversary when they bought their home. Send them a card thanking them. Yes. Thanking them for, you know, for working with you in the past <laughs> and slipping a Starbucks card or some other kind of gift card in there, Dunkin' Donuts, whatever. Just a gift card. Or something, oh yeah, or they, where they can drink out of your face. <laughs> yeah, I had one where I sent him a coffee <laughs> mug and he sent a photo of it and he goes, I'm drinking out of your face. Called you and said, hey, I'm drinking out of your face. Oh yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I called I had you. Because I've had it happen a couple times. Yeah. So I gave the mom oh. a cup. We have a malfunction here. <laughs> right there. <laughs> See how that turns up on sound. <laughs> Clunk. We just had Melissa knock her uh, mic Sorry. off. I don't even know how you did that. Just don't touch it. No, I didn't touch, touch it. it. Quit touching I it. Quit touching it. it. It's, it she caught keeps on my, touching it. It caught on me. Quit touching it. That's it not what he said. <laughs> Drinking out of your face. <laughs> yeah, we digress from that to that. So anyway, gave a client a coffee mug that had a picture of the property on it. And on the other side, it had a picture of me on it. Mm. And I got a call one day from her son, and he goes, I'm drinking out of your face right now. That's how he said, started the That's phone how call. he started the conversation. That's funny. He was like, hey, this is so-and-so, and I'm drinking out of your face. And I knew it was her son. Yeah. And he ended up buying a home from me. Yeah. Yeah. So that so that was kind of neat. It was, you know, something something different. Um, we put them in, uh, we've put clients in raffles before to yeah. win prizes. So one of my clients won a big screen TV. Things that make them TV. want to return business. Um one day I just randomly was going to buy a Harley shop and one of my clients had a Harley, so I swung in, got a shirt, left it at his house. Oh yeah, that was left it cool. on his door. Yeah. Um and just then he came home. Things. Yeah, he came home and it was hanging on his door, so he thought that was cool. So you can do some random yeah. random stuff like that. There's a lot of things you can do to set yourself apart. And like in my business where it's easier is because my business is high ticket sales. Mm -hmm. So if I'm making several thousands of dollars and I buy somebody a $10 Starbucks card or a $40 t-shirt or uh, put them in a raffle where we're giving away a $600 yeah. TV, it's not really, uh, it's, 
it's something really cool, but it's not a large part of my what I made on the transaction. I right. don't know if that's the proper way to say it or not, but it, it's just, it's. I'm always trying to think of, is there something I can do? So there's one year to where every client that had bought from me in the past year, I sent them all thank you gift cards in the mm -hmm. mail at Christmas time. Mm -hmm. uh, I've done random things to, that weren't monetary Seems. of anything, but I've done things to where uh, there was one day we were at the Cardinals game and it was at Christmas and I was going through my phone and I was just saying Merry Christmas to all my past clients. Mm -hmm. So something random like that. All my clients are on some kind of uh, newsletter, electronic newsletter. They also get physical mail from me every single mm -hmm. month. So there's something like that that's going out that keeps me in front of my clients. So that's something else you can do. And that's not like I'm calling them ahead of time, hey, you're getting this in the mail. No, it's, no. it's going to be all random because it's supposed to surprise and delight your client. But I think with you, even even when you were giving like baskets and stuff, you still found that one thing to put in there because they're like, oh, they like these, so mm -hmm. I made sure I put it in there. So you get to know your clients, I think, mm -hmm. and you sometimes can are able to come up with that little, you know, it's something that... A lot of people might get, you'll have that one thing in there that is personal to them that they're going to be like, oh my gosh. And they, they, it's always been well received. The cool thing about dad's rules is dad's rules about kindness and being a kick-ass adult. Yeah. And if you show your clients kindness sure. and are doing everything to the best of your ability and showing that you're really working hard for them, they're going to do business with you again. What's neat about doing things where you're surprising and delighting your mm -hmm. clients and your customers is it what they're going to see is that you're always staying front of mind with them. That right. it's People go, well, why do you post so many reels about your business or post so many things on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, stuff like that? What you're continually doing is you're raising your hand going, hey, if you need help, I'm here. I'm still here. Hey, yeah. if you need help, I'm still here. Right. You're doing that all, all the all time. Fun. Routinely. Over and over again. Yeah. Because you don't know when they're going to see you or if they're going to see you, how the algorithms work is a complete mess because as soon as you figure it out, they're going to change it again. Well. So all yeah. you're doing is you're just continually just raising your hand saying, hey, I'm still here. Whereas if you're not finding ways to surprise and delight your customers and your clients, they're mm -hmm. going to go do business with someone Somebody else because they're going to go worst case scenario and say, they don't care about me. Right. Which is not true about you at all. Right. Just I'm I just get it's fun for me to watch on the nice things and the client how they respond mm -hmm. with things that you do for them so it's cool. Yep. Well, I think that that's a wrap yeah. on another episode. So if you liked, hated, or were ambivalent about the episode, <laughs> we're gonna add another one in ambivalency. <laughs> ambivalent. Hey, even if There's you're like... ambivalent about this, you're like, eh, I don't care one way or another. Whatever. Well, I mean, share that's, it anyway. It's kind of sad, but please. Share it anyway, friends, enemies alike, because whether you like them or hate them, they obviously need this show to be better humans, kinder humans, and kick-ass adults. Yep. Until next time, go out and be the kick-ass adult I know you all can be.